are very, very different from the desktop computer that you have. So a desktop computer is what's called a von Neumann architecture, where the design of the system is such that the hardware, the transistors, and the software, the program that runs on the hardware, are as independent as they can possibly be. The brain works by very different principles. The brain is essentially just a collection of wires, and everything's just wired to everything else in this big, gigantic, tangled mess. Every neuron is connected to between 1,000 and 10,000 other neurons. There are feed-forward and feedback loops. There's a multi-scale organization of the brain, so there are individual neurons. These are organized into local circuits. Those circuits are organized in layers and columns. Those layers and columns are organized in areas. Your brain contains, no one's quite sure, probably something on the order of two to 500 distinct functional areas. And any given area or piece of the brain has about a 50% chance of being connected to every other piece. So it's a hugely, highly interconnected network. And it takes about 20 minutes or so to grow a new synapse. So as you're listening to me speak and your thoughts are fleeting from one thing to another, you're essentially having those different thoughts as an, those different thoughts are an emergent property of information flowing over this fixed set of wires. So the brain has this dynamical property where information flowing over a fixed set of wires can interact with itself in order to give rise to this new emergent property of thought. And we have no idea how that kind of system works at this point. You described the brain as a mess. If you were to be tasked with redesigning it, um, let's say we'll give you a budget of, you know, a couple billion in two and a half years and a staff of 40. What do you do? What are the most significant differences? <laughs> that is one of the most entertaining questions I've ever heard. You're welcome. <laughs> I wouldn't redesign the brain because I don't think we have enough information to redesign the brain. Okay, but if I'm going to give you the two and a half billion dollars anyway... Well, I would just use it to do basic neuroscience. <laughs> and what do you want to find out when you say basic neuroscience? It's obviously much less basic than I would imagine. So in any field of science, including neuroscience, there are sort of two large kinds of problems that can limit your progress. One is how much data you have about the system. And one is what your theory is about the system. And of course, in the end, if you have a complicated problem, you're limited by both of these things. But at any, any given point in time, one of these is uh, more problematic. And in neuroscience, the real thing that's limiting our understanding of the brain right now is not theory, it's data. We have plenty of theories about the brain. The problem is we can't constrain any of those theories with data because we don't have good enough data. After we collect an enormous data set, then it becomes a sort of a modeling theory machine learning problem to troll through those data and try to understand the basic principles that gave rise to them. I've had this totally idiotic theory for about 10 years now that I'm sure is wrong. And it's not really a theory. It's more just a metaphor. And I've said it to people, and it sounds smart, so they always nod. But I want to run it by you because you'll be able to prove, I think, how idiotic it is. But I'd like to improve the, the theory. So I'm coming to you for feedback. Go for it. When I think of the human today in 2016, and I think of the stimuli that any given person deals with on a given day, and granted, there's a huge variance if I live in New York City or if I live in, you know, one of any other million places on earth, and depending on everything, what kind of business, what kind of family, what kind of political structure, I mean, and so on, there's obviously a huge variance. But we're dealing with a whole lot of um, 7 billion, you know, pretty similar animals who have this computer in our heads, as you put it. And I always think of that computer as being pretty 
good and fairly reliable hardware that is relatively old because it's been evolving, you know, quite slowly for a long time, but that the stimuli that we're responding to on a given day, which has changed a lot faster than we physiologically evolve, and those stimuli include all kinds of transactions and interactions and responses and behaviors that you know our ancestors never could have dreamed of and i sometimes feel as if we're just trying to run you know version 18,000,424 software on hardware 1.0 and that we do our best to accommodate but that it's really hard and that would explain a lot of our biases and heuristics and, and and so on, not all of which are bad, but would explain why we're not, um, I don't want to say optimal, but why we sometimes don't act as though the most rational people among us argue we should act.